you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, and Just One Helmets. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and this podcast is powered by Naveen. Our guest on the show tonight, we've got, we're starting off with John Short, that's right, the 253 in your program, number one in your hearts. How's it going, John? Oh, not too bad. What's going on? Not too bad. Just uh, wanted to touch base with this week's uh, Privateer Profile and Racer X. Uh, all kinds of media attention directed at you, John Short, the five or 253 in your program, number one in your hearts, fly racing athlete, looking to uh, make some noise this weekend in Unadilla. Uh, how's it going, brother? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, ate some dinner, sitting in the hotel room, just relaxing for tomorrow, hoping for a good weekend. Getting the game face on, and uh, all systems are go tomorrow morning. A track that you've uh, spent some time on, or something you're going to have to get used to? Uh, I'll definitely have to get used to it. I've uh, watched it on TV, that's about it. Uh, Walked it, though, it looks really good. It looks like it's going to be really ready, so ready for that. Definitely, and uh, hopefully you packed your handguards because uh, notoriously one of the rockiest tracks on the circuit. Oh yeah, we got the handguards on there. They're uh, they're not the prettiest, but uh, they're ready to go. Bikes ready to go for tomorrow. Is there any chance that you were able to get your hands on a set of yellow plastics for this weekend? No, we've, uh, I've got the same plastics I ran at Colorado. We're running the same plastics every weekend. Just maybe some every graphics single weekend. The struggle is real when it comes to uh, privateers, and uh, unfortunately, won't be able to sport the uh, the the yellow uh, anniversary edition. But uh, you'll be flying the uh, the fly racing flag. Uh, what are some predictions that you have for yourself this weekend? Uh, I know you got to be stoked coming off of uh, some pretty decent performances so far this year. Great year for you. Yeah, uh, my my goal this weekend is I want two points paying motos. I want to. Get get back inside the top twenty. Last weekend was rough in the mud. I didn't score any points, but um, uh, we want two points playing motos this weekend, and uh, we're we're look, hoping to get a top fifteen. So that's my ultimate goal goal before the season's over. No doubt, you want to be in the points. You want to make that bank. You want to make the, all those sponsors proud. Uh, like you had mentioned, uh, no actual riding experience on this. Wasn't able to uh, take part in press day. Um. What's your favorite feature on the track based on your walk? What are you looking forward to? Uh, and uh, as far as practice goes, what's your approach? Do you jump everything right away, or uh, do you uh, kind of pick things up as the practice day goes on? Uh, the, the, the one obstacle on the track I'm curious about is yeah, the big drop-off. Uh, not gravity cavity, but uh, before it seeps back to the mechanics area, take a right-hander. Big drop off down the hill, 180, and then straight back up. I'm curious to see how that's going to be on the bike. Um, as far as practice goes, I just I want to go out there and 
attack the track right off the bat, hit the jumps, and uh, uh, get going early and, uh, you know, get get going, set a fast time, and kind of set the tone for today. I don't want to wait too long and take too much time to get to know the track. Scariest jump that you've had to uh, either pull off in a race or uh, early in a racing day? Uh, probably, LaRocco's leap wasn't that bad, but in race conditions, it was pretty rough leading up to it, and I hit it one time and cased it at a red bud, and uh, that that kind of that kind of spooked me a little bit. But um, yeah, uh, that, that's probably I'll have to go with LaRocco's leap. Fair enough. Well, all of you guys are nuts for being able to uh, to jump the gaps you're able to jump and and seem completely uh, at ease doing it. Uh, super calculated. You guys are uh, the 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 less than one percent. You're the half percenters uh, that can make these things happen. Um, as far as this particular track, do you feel like it's going to fall into your strengths, or uh, or do you do you feel like uh, this one might be a challenge for you? No, I really think this track's going to be good for me. Uh, it's really really ruddy. Uh, from what I've seen in videos on TV and stuff, and um, it kind of remo- kind of would be similar to me, like like freestone, something like that. I get it's kind of got a harder base dirt, uh, gets a lot of different lines, a lot of ruts. So uh, I always do pretty well in those those type of race conditions. So uh, hopefully we have the same same tomorrow. Hopefully I can ride the track good and find a flow and uh, go fast early. It's all about flowing, and uh, <clears throat> with the release of last weekend, they had the uh, the 2016 fly gear out. Uh, have you had the opportunity to get your hands on any of that stuff yet, or is that uh, um, you're not privy to that stuff just yet? Uh, I haven't gotten a set of that stuff yet. It looks awesome. I can't wait to to wear some of it, but um, hopefully before the season's up, I'll, I'll be able to get a set and sport it and uh, support fly racing. Well, no doubt. That's um, even their 2015 steers gear is uh, is not only uh, looking pretty good, but uh, the light hydrogen stuff, the vented stuff, is really nice and light for you. So that uh, should be good. Um, as far as who's helping you out, you said you've got a buddy uh, pitboarding for you, maybe spinning some wrenches and uh, uh, replacing the oil or uh, uh, air filters throughout the day. Uh, who's helping you out, and uh, how how competent is he with a wrench in his hand? Uh, my buddy Malcolm, he, I actually, I got to fly up here this weekend. Uh, Rock River took my bike from the last race for me. So, uh, thank you nice. to them. And, um, no, my buddy Malcolm from Pilot Point lives down the road from me. He, uh, he flew up with me and, uh, I'm pretty confident in his work. He does a good job. I, uh, I watch him work on his bike all the time and stuff. So, uh, he can get it done if anyone can. So, are you telling me that the guys from Rock River are uh, they'll 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 trip your bike, but they won't hook you up with a set of yellow plastics? <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm just saying for someone to haul my bike, so uh, I'm not gonna push it on the plastic. They don't make you go any faster. That's true. Although uh, um, I would have argued differently with you when I was about eight years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean they look awesome. I saw uh, Alex Martin's bike and. Uh, there are other riders bikes they look pretty sweet no doubt those uh it, it's funny to see a, a black and yellow bike out there almost as if uh it's almost as if suzuki's missing in the 250f class oh yeah yeah i haven't seen any of those <laughs> wow 
Yeah, that's uh, it's almost like on the way of the dodo bird. But uh, you're on a Yamaha, and you've been doing extremely well. Uh, have you gotten any uh, any help from any additional help from Yamaha, or uh, I guess uh, the Rock River team uh, tripped your bikes across uh, the country? That's got to be a big help to you, uh, just mentally coming into the races, knowing that uh, you've got a nice warm bed to sleep in, and uh, just uh, 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 all you have to worry about is racing. Yeah, that's a, that's a big help, not having to drive all the way it's like 25 26 hours from texas so um so uh, yeah i'm just happy to fly to it um you know i'm not really getting any extra support from yamaha or anything but um I'm, i'll just make do with what i've got i'm happy with my bike and um just gonna go out there and try and get a good result we're not worried about all the fancy plastics and stuff like that we just want to ride fast and do good Fair enough. Uh, it's worry about the uh, the more important things. Um, you're only three rounds left, uh, and after tomorrow, you'll be two rounds left in your uh, basically your professional outdoor debut. Um, stories of the road, things you've learned along the way, um, things you might do differently next year. Yeah, I think definitely next year, I'll probably try and find a way, maybe hook up with uh, the privateer journey or someone like that. And- try and uh, work some out where I can fly to most all the rounds because uh, I've learned kind of driving just takes it out of you. You know, you're kind of worn down before you get to the race and also kind of make sure you don't get to train and stay on your normal program like you would be able to back at home. So um, that's the big thing I want to work out for next year is a, a way to make uh, be able to stay on my program and train a little better. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm learning every weekend just as far as diet on race day and um, when to eat you know just just little things here and there you pick up on that uh you start doing better and better every weekend and it'll eventually kind of show in your results so uh hopefully uh we can put all that experience to use and make 2016 a good one well, I think you've definitely turned some heads, uh, and obviously you gained the attention of the guys over at uh, Racer X, who did a little feature on you this week. Uh, what was it like when you got the call from uh, a big uh, publisher like those guys? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I've uh, you know I read all their uh, all the articles they write and their privateer privateer profiles and stuff like that. So um, to, for them to call me and want to do a feature on me, it was an honor, and I was immediately jumped on it and was happy to do it. So. Uh, great exposure absolutely it's uh it's definitely worth uh worth, worth taking them up on that and uh and having your story told make sure all those sponsors uh are, are seeing that you're getting that exposure and uh yeah i gotta give it your hand man you've been up there you've been taking care of business and uh it's been a great year for you um who all do you have to thank for uh your your, your help and support and um all that going down the line yeah um Obviously, my entire family, I appreciate all, all their support over the years. And um, the Morris family, ACM Services, uh, you know, CP Trucking, Adrenaline MX, the McWhorter family, um, Dunlop Fly Racing, Scott, Merge Racing, Jim Lewis at Merge, he's helped me a ton. Um, you know, OCD Graphics, O'Kill MX, um, you know, just there's a, there's a great group of people behind me. And, the Albertsons have helped me out some. I appreciate that. Just uh, anybody who's helped me, I appreciate it and um, couldn't be more thankful. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we're about 10 minutes prior to your bedtime. Uh, we're going to go throw it to commercial right now, but uh, after the commercials, we'll be right back 
with Garrett Stanky. That's right, the Stank Dog after the commercial. Thanks very much. Hey, this is Jared Stanky, and we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Indigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, 
pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Bill'sPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Welcome back to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. That must have been the very longest commercial break ever because uh, that first part of that commercial, the first part of that interview was recorded the Friday night before Unadilla. We now join us on the uh, Monday after Utah. Yes, uh, almost a full, actually a full week and a bit has passed since uh, John Short was on the phone with me. Hope you enjoyed that, but uh, let's break it straight into uh, an interview with the Stank Dog. That's right, the 726 in your program, number one in your hearts. Stank Dog, how's it going, brother? Uh, it's the past week now. Absolutely. Uh, the two Gwen is at the wheel, and uh, you're heading off to the last stop on the two-stroke tour. Uh, Garrett Stanky, um, 
you got to be pretty happy with uh, with how it's gone so far. Uh, a, a little bit disappointed with falling just one hair short of uh, getting your first uh, national points of the year with a 21st position in your second moto this last weekend in Utah. But uh, this uh, this whirlwind is 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 coming to a close. But it's been a fun ride, is it not? Yeah, you know it's been a fun ride. Uh, I came up one position short of uh, achieving my goal of pulling a position or just at least scoring a point. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a fun road, and uh, you know, I can't wait to maybe possibly do it next year, or uh, maybe uh, put something together in the future uh, with two strokes or anything really. You know, I just love riding a dirt bike, but uh, you know, the two strokes has been really fun this summer, and Ironman if I can't score a point. Here you go. Uh, is it uh, is Ironman a track that you've got some laps on, or uh, is this going to be uh, somewhere you're going to have to learn the track and uh, put the power to the ground? Uh, yeah, you know, I've never ridden this track before, um, but like the last two weekends, I've never ridden Minnesota before or Iron, uh, sorry, uh, Utah, no motorsports complex, but uh, uh, I, I learned track pretty quickly. Uh, I think it's Awesome. Well, uh, behind every successful man, there is a uh, a, a nagging and yet dedicated girlfriend that uh, that he's, he has a lot to thank for. Uh, and realize that you guys uh, recently had a five year anniversary. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your co pilot there. Um, yeah, you know we've been together for five years. Um, we met about around Washougal National time in 2011, and uh, sorry, 2010. Kicked it off ever since then, and she's been by my side. Uh, you know, she she uh, helped me in 2011. She's kind of my co-pilot, driving a Renegade around for the Supercross uh, Lights West um, series. And she's uh, helped me out now. Uh, she did the whole 2013 Arena Cross series with me, driving down. I think she's about 10,000 miles down in that season. And then, uh, you know, she's she's helped me out quite a bit. You know. She's a, she's a soldier behind the wheel, that's for sure. No doubt. Uh, do your fans love the mustache more, or does she love the mustache more? Um, You know, that's hard to say. She loves the mustache just as much as they do, I think. Um, at least she tells me that. Well, uh, that's that's good to hear. Um, it's 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 an iconic mustache. Seems to kind of be uh, uh, it's it's definitely attached to you, uh, and it's become a little bit of part of your moniker. A guy who um, um, has 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 more more love for the sport than I'd say anybody else out there on the track, doing what you love uh, by any means means necessary, including uh, going out there and uh, competing on what most people would consider uh, dead technology, technology that uh, that can't compete. But uh, there's routinely uh, no less than 20, 20 guys who are signing up on a weekend who are, uh, are finishing behind you, not only in qualifying, but then again in the motos. Um, do you feel like you've uh, kind of made a little statement for as far as uh, two strokes go, as well as definitely uh, earned some, uh, some, some just uh, almost like the people's champion uh, style status? Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I, I don't know how to really fit, but it's all about like 
having fun and just doing what your heart wants you to do or tells you to do, let's say that, and just go go for whatever you want to do. And, you know, me riding the two-stroke is, I've always loved riding the two-stroke. Uh, I've, I've, I've ridden one since 2007. Uh, I have a 2005 at home. Uh, I love riding them. Uh, you know, it's absolutely amazing to ride a two-stroke out there. The fans behind me are crazy. It's it's unreal how much support that they all give me. And every, everything out there, it's, it's unreal and it's truly a blessing of how much fan support I have behind me on this two-stroke. It's, it's really crazy. That's crazy, man. Uh, this all started actually, uh, the first time I heard about it was when you were on my show for the first time. You've since became a repeat offender, but uh, we talked a little bit about getting on that uh, Thermotech Coolit Yamaha, that it was going to kind of be on a maybe a two-race uh, deal where they just have you race the bike, uh, pay for some entries and stuff like that. And uh, those two small events snowballed into eventually getting onto some uh, uh, some box dock KTMs that uh, since have seen some upgrades. Um, how did the KTM thing come about? Um, you know, the, the Yamaha deal that was uh, over after Red Bud that uh, all we, we had agreed on doing. And uh, a uh, sponsor I had before, Scott Russell from Motorsport Hillsboro, he gives me my bikes for arena cross, gives me a KTM 250 and a KTM 450. And uh, we hit him up, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm down to help out and keep you going." And he he's like, "I got two bikes here at the shop for you. You come pick them up, and they're yours." He's like, "One of them, one of them has 90 hours on it, and one of them has about four hours on it. So the one with 90 hours on it, I turned it into a practice bike, and then the one with four hours on it, I made that the race bike, obviously. And uh, you know, it was completely stocked." The first time I raced it at Millville, it was completely stock. It had bone stock suspension, bone stock pilot motor. Everything was stock about it. Uh, didn't even have graphics on the bike. Yeah, it had the stock uh, graphics on that thing. Like I was looking at them, like, are those the? Is that the 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 OEM stock graphics that are on that? And sure as shit, they were. Yeah, the OEM graphics. You know, we had a graphic company that was. They said that they were going to do the graphics, and then. Uh, it happened on Thursday night, telling me that they weren't going to have the graphics done. So, uh, me and me and the girlfriend, you know, she used to work at uh, Michael's Arts and Crafts, so she knew about them having some little goodies there. And I went there and bought some black vinyl from uh, Michael's Arts and Crafts. I threw that on there, cut them out myself, and then found some numbers in the kit. Just threw the numbers on there and gave her hell for for Middleville with a stock bike and homemade numbers. And still did well, like you know, like Millville, arguably uh, one of like as far as speed goes, one of your your most successful uh, endeavors. You you looked like you were on the gas in a big way. With uh, there's a total throwback to uh, kind of like the days of old, uh, going out there, rot- running what you brung, uh, enjoying what you do out there with uh, with stick on numbers. Probably something that hasn't seen hasn't been seen at the nationals in uh, at least ten years. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just out there proving that. It's- you don't need everything that all these guys have. Um, you know, exactly what you said, run what you grow on. Um, I came there with a stock bike, no numbers. Uh, we're hoping to have numbers, but I had to make some ourselves. And, uh, you know, just go out there and just try to get the job done. And that's just my goal is to obviously finish in points, but my goal at the beginning of the day is to always qualify. That's the hardest part on a two-stroke out of practice, how soft the track being. Um, so my main goal is just to qualify, but then, 
you know, to, to get it in there with a stock bike, let alone a stock two-stroke against all these guys that are out there. I, I mean, I hear guys have $8,000, $10,000 motors, privateers, you know, and have B-kit suspension or A-kit suspension. And I'm running bone stock suspension that doesn't even have springs set for my weight or anything. And, you know, I'm beating some of these dudes out there that have 40000 or $50,000 a month programs or $50,000 a month programs for the year. You know, I don't, I don't get any type of that support or nothing. And, you know, I'm just out here just doing it for fun and loving it, loving every bit of it. And, you know, I don't make any money doing this right now. So it's all, it's all for fun and it's all for love for sport and the fans that keep me going, really. For sure. And I can only imagine uh, hearing that two-stroke. You got people hanging over the fences, cheering you on. And uh, all of this kind of just reminds me of, of, of a message that was brought to a lot of us at a very young age. It's not always about winning or losing, but it's about how you play this game. And of course, we always want to do our best. We want to maximize our uh, our our results with the best support we have and um but uh, when the, when the sport su- support isn't as as great as uh, as your competitors you still want to do your best and just do it for the love of the sport and uh, and do it in the right way and i think uh as far as just a pure-hearted passion for the sport and just going out there and doing it having fun uh and just getting back to the roots of why we love riding motorcycles like I don't have all of those fancy things that the other guys have on their bikes. Uh, for the most part, uh, my bikes are stock from from tip to tail, other than maybe some uh, spring rates that match my uh, my heavy carriage uh, of being a, a total of two hundred pounds. Um, it just it it just gets back to like a lot of these guys. They almost act like if the bike's not perfect or if it's not the this beautiful machine I wouldn't ride it whereas you seem to be uh, a guy who uh, whatever you put me on I'll, uh, I'll I'll make it go as fast as I can make it go uh, yeah exactly you know I'll ride anything and everything such as like right before Washougal I did a, a Thursday night motocross at the PIR Portland International Raceway and I, I raced my KTM 450 there which I, I didn't even get a chance to ride it before I, I rode it practice there 10 minutes before um you know and then hopped on it for race day and you know there's some fast dudes out there and i ended up taking place on it riding with with no rear brakes on lap number two but you know it's just i'll, I'll ride anything any, any bike any, any team out there you know any any bike any series it doesn't matter um stock factory it doesn't matter just i love riding the dirt bike and you know, it doesn't it doesn't take everything out there. I mean, for some of these guys, yeah, they get paid the high dollar. They expect the the high equipment, but it you don't you don't need all that. I'm you know I'm sure like someone let's say Trey Kennard, I'm sure if he goes out there on a bone stock on the 450, he he may not win or get top three or maybe do as well as he did, but he's still gonna be you know one of the sickest dudes out there on a dirt bike with it. He's going to know how to ride it. You know, I think if all these dudes went back to riding stuff that wasn't so great and, you know, just had to work with what they got or just ride with the machine, I'm sure that happens a lot with anyways with the way how they change the bikes between motors and everything. They have to just learn to ride it. But, you know, just go back to the basics and let's all just have fun. 
Hundred percent, and uh, it, like honestly, all this adds up to uh, me thinking that uh, um, perhaps next year, uh, and this is just kind of a, a thought, um, just off the top of my head here, um, in the Canadian Nationals, you're allowed to ride a two fifty two stroke uh, uh, in the in the in the MX two class. Um, is that something that you would ever consider doing? Coming on up here, uh, increasing some, some some CC as it is allowed, and uh, and competing uh, for a Canadian national championship which which was won this year by Kevin Benoit on a two fifty two stroke. Um yeah, you know, I, I follow that a little bit, um just because of more of like Matt Gerke and stuff, I'm more interested in seeing how he was gonna do this year since it was arena cross. Big and win. He won the championship and uh you know I, I followed NX two to see who's racing that and see, you know, try to compare because I'm not sure if Coke Ringles has been racing it this year, but I know he has prior years. He's a he's a Northern California kid, so I always look out for him and see see where he finishes and stuff. And like I like to compare myself to like oh where, where he finished or where I could have finished, you know. But you know if if I got something offered to go up there and ride, um, you know I I would probably do it. Whether it be 250 F, 250 stroke, 450, what whatever, you know I'm. I'm not scared to ride the dirt bike, so. Any super anything, mini. Oh, yeah, super mini, 150, 85. <laughs> it don't matter. I love it, man. And um, along the way, um, with this wave of support that you've gotten, like I think you'd mentioned, uh, like on a, during our first podcast after the two-stroke thing, you'd no, you'd no, mentioned that your your Instagram had blown up. I can only imagine you've gained a whole lot more followers. You've also gained a whole lot of uh, companies to support you. You're already sponsored by Fly Racing as well as uh, Motorsport.com, but uh, Bill's Pipes stepped up and uh, making sure that your your bikes are uh, the, got the tune pipe on there, making sure they're sounding good. And the power is where you need it. Moto stuff, uh, brake systems, making sure that uh, you can get that 200-pound uh, machine uh, at, at a stop in a hurry. Um, it, it's all coming together. Yeah, you know, I can't thank all those guys enough that you just mentioned. Uh, you know, they, they, they jumped on, you know, they, they mentioned uh, helping me out further, you know, not just, not just for this, you know, stuff that's fun. Um, you know, Scott Goggles, you know, John Knowles, he helps me out uh, a bunch every single weekend. You know, he's, he's kind of a low-key guy, and, you know, he just has my goggles on me every, every single weekend along with all the other Scott guys, Scott after Scott, so sorry. Um, you know, I can't put him enough. And, you know, like you said, Brandon Bill's pipes, he's making sure I got the pipe on there every single weekend, and it's all, it's all in tip-top knock shape, and uh, moto stuff, the brakes, you know, the oversized rotor, it's, it's unbelievable, like, how I talked about at PIR, I just put the uh, oversized front brake rotor on my 450, and when I ran out of rear brake there the second lap, there was no way I was going to finish the, the moto without that moto stuff. Oversized front brake rotor helped me, helped me stop tremendously going in the corner of the rear brake. It was a plus. No doubt, like uh, uh, haven't quite been able to uh, get that installed on my bike yet, but it seems to. Uh, that's one of those things that a lot of people overlook as far as a, like a, a strong front brake, because uh, everyone can come out of a corner hard, everyone can twist the throttle, but it's being able to jam on the brakes as late as possible. Uh, what kind of uh, pays the bills, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, you got to be able to come into the corner fast and be able to trust your uh, brakes and other stuff. They have a great front brake, and it, it's 
it literally probably increases your stopping power by 50%. If not, like, you 100% notice it, and it, it makes it handled even better by coming into the corners. It, just, it works so much better. I love it, man. Um, so, uh, as far as, uh, so, Iron Man coming up, uh, whereabouts are you driving right now? Oh, shoot, I think we're somewhere around uh, North Plate, Nebraska. Cornhuskers uh, for life. Um, yeah. So, lots of driving. Uh, you've gone from, uh, you went, you were, you were in, uh, what would have been, what was the, the race before? Okay, so... Red Bud, and then all the way to Millville, Millville to uh, where your home, uh, where you kind of a hometown area for you, which was uh, up in PIR and and Washougal, home kind of a home race for you, and then yep. all the way to um, Washougal Wa- or Wa- no, not Washougal, uh, Unadilla, and then to Utah, and now back to Ironman. Um, Care to guess how many miles you've put on so far? Um, you know, I'm not really too sure. Um, all, all I know is that it, it all can be done without her photo, you know, so keep taking pictures. Um, every single bit of money that I, uh, that they have given me has been spent towards fuel or towards the racing. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be driving without them, you know, without the teacher so all the fans buying all the features. Um, that's how I'm getting to all these rounds and getting to drive all these miles. Um, shoot, I'd like to say it's probably about 7,000 miles so far. Maybe maybe more, but, you know, yeah, I, I couldn't have done it without a bird motor setting behind selling all those features for me. And, of course, uh, pretty much every single weekend, I think with the, with the exception of Millville, uh, or maybe actually you might have been in Millville, uh, Mike Visor uh, photography, uh, Mike Visor photo on Instagram, uh, taking all kinds of great photos with you as well as capturing some, uh, ver- those verb moto guys, capturing some great video and stuff like that. Um, just cool to look back on the summer that was and uh, and see the exposure that you've been given. Seems like every week there's something about Stank Dog, and uh, I had to get you on the show this afternoon afternoon because uh you're going to be on another show later on this evening yep you know uh first time i'm going to be on pulpit next uh we'll, we'll have to see the math is up to say claw boy or lobster boy or whatever whatever he calls it we'll have to find that out something like that i i, I think i remember him uh, referring to you as as such um it's it to me. It's it's uh it's it's not as as much about gaining attention. It's drawing attention to yourself or making it a gimmick. It's about going out there on uh, on, on on what you're given. Like you see, we've said a uh, hundred times before. If, if uh, these opportunities weren't brought to you, um, the Canadian or the American Nationals uh, wouldn't have really been an option for you. You wouldn't be racing on a two fifty if you weren't on a one on a one twenty five. So getting yeah. yourself out there and uh, getting the kind of exposure that you have uh has been super beneficial to uh your brand of of racing as like you yourself the garrett stanky brand uh garrettstanky.com and all that uh, all that lies on there um i think that this this effort has been uh, very successful for you regardless of the results yeah you know like it's, it's unbelievable how much support i've gotten from more more sponsors to 
other sponsors helping me out, uh, even my dad's friends donating money, you know, the local people in Woodland, California buying all the t-shirts that, uh, that's a local area I'm from, a small city, you know, they, the whole city there kind of supports me. Um, you know, this, and, and Mathis, you know, even like he, he says, all oh, this might all be for attention or, or whatever, but then again, I, I believe like the last four weeks of the show, he's at least mentioned my name one time or someone has on that show. So what I'm doing is kind of working some, some in my favor, you know, like what, what we've all planned for it to do. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's not all for about attention. It's all about, you know, I, like you said, I wouldn't be racing the outdoor nationals. I mean, I could just go sit at home like, like I would be doing waiting for a redraft, but, but I got this opportunity and, you know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to make the best of it and, you know, ride what, ride what was given to me and happen to be a 125 two-stroke. So let's do it. Yeah, let's let's go racing, boys. Like let's let's just have some fun out there. Let's see what we can do. Uh, make the best of it, man. Um, it, it's great to see. It's uh, it's a it's an awesome story. And uh, to me, you don't really seem like a guy who uh, really gives two fucks about the uh, the attention. Like if, if if no one was to swing by Garrett Stenke's pit at, at a national, I don't think it would bother you too much whatsoever. Um, but it's nice to have uh, it's nice to have people acknowledging what you're doing, cheering you on, and uh, and and it's nice for you to give people a reason to cheer uh, cheer somebody on because um, um, safe to say that uh, and I, I I talked about this with a friend of mine this last week is uh, I can off the top of my head name off just about every single one of uh, the sponsors that's either on your bike or uh, on, is on your gear uh, or that you wear. Um, the Fly Sector boot, by the way, one of the only ra- uh, professional races running that boot. Um, yep. That's not something I can say about anyone outside of the top 10. And that in itself is valuable to a company. Like I, I would I would argue that Garrett Steinke over the last 10 weeks sells more fly gear than Weston Pike does. And th- that statement uh, came to me with some uh, a little bit of uh, um, abrasiveness. But to be completely honest, that's what I, that, I totally believe in that statement, that you sell more gear than Weston Pike at this moment. I, I, I could believe that as, a, as in the last, since I've been on the two-stroke yet. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like you, you. Yeah. Like there is not a single week that goes by that I don't have many photos, many different photos, whether it be from uh, Ryan Swanberg, uh, Mike Fizer, all the guys, Simon Cubby are, gra- are snapping pictures of yourself, and uh, yeah. you're everywhere. So it's uh, the exposure is happening, and uh, it's a story that uh, a lot of people can relate to. You seem to be uh, a guy that uh, a lot of racers can uh, kind of connect with, and uh, it's a great thing, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's really fun, you know, like you said before, even even before all this thing, you know, I didn't have too many people coming up to me or, or in the pits saying hi or whatever, you know, and it, it's really, it, it didn't it didn't affect me, you know, but now having everyone come over, you know, it, it amps me up and it gets me going and it gets me excited, you know, and I, I appreciate everyone coming over and, it, you know, it's incredible, but, you know, it's just, like you said, it's all about having fun and riding a dirt bike and, you know, and all the pictures that are being taken of me, you know, I, I can't thank all those guys enough. Um, you know, it's 
Swanberg, Mike Weiser photo. Mike Weiser photo. He's on the van right now with us. As as I'm talking to you right now, he's just behind me. He's uh, supporting me, taking photos of me, get, making sure we get to the, the tracks we need to go. He's he's on the internet, finding tracks that are open. Um, you know, the, the the whole program that has happened to me this year is just incredible, and you know, it's a great journey and a truly a blessing. Well, man, it's always been a pleasure. Love having you on, and uh, I'll let you go. Get back onto uh, some some great conversation with Mike Wynn, and uh, just getting prepared for uh, this evening's uh, interview, and then onward towards uh, the rest of the week, where I hope you have great preparation, uh, get the power to the ground, get some points in uh, at the at the Ironman National, and um, win, lose, or draw. I hope to uh, see you at. Uh, Robbie Raynard's uh, two-stroke race at the beginning of November. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we could put something together. You can show up. I'd like to race any race I can get my uh, hands on. And, you know, just maybe well, I'm driving my bikes down there, and I've got two. So uh, as oh, long as I'm not on both at the same time, you're good, man. Oh, yeah, there we go. I'll be down Perfect. Well, like that. Awesome, dude. We'll, we'll we'll text up and uh, and 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 see if we can dial something in. Uh, but um, before I let you go, run down those sponsors for me one more time so we can give them some love. And um, after that, that'll be all. Uh, you know, Scott Russell from Motorsport Hillsboro, uh, Motorsport.com. Uh, the whole team from Bird Moto, uh, Fly Racing, Scott Dogger, Mike Kaiser, Photo, Bill uh, Pipes, No Toil, Ankle Savers. Um, you know, my girlfriend, my dog, my, my parents, they help me out tremendously behind the scenes. Um, you know, everyone out there, the fans, everyone who bought a uh, two-snake and t-shirt out there, thank you guys so much. Awesome, man. Doesn't even forget to thank his dog. Stank Dog, it's been a pleasure. It always is. You have yourself a great week, and uh, but we'll say goodbye for now. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.